hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun, fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hey friends, I'm here once again behind my mic, ready to give you some helpful tips and fun little facts. Hopefully these can make your day more vibrant and amazing. So today we're going to talk about three ways to tackle your kids' messy rooms. Who's with me? I'm going in. Doesn't it feel like that? (laughs) Are there things growing in the corner of your kids' rooms? I surely hope not. Toys and books strewn about all over the floor, kind of like traps in the first Indiana Jones where he's going for the idol and he gets the idol and then he's running through and all the arrows fire at him. Maybe there are piles of paper reaching to the ceiling or dirty clothes, clean clothes, kind of strewn about. Oh, the list can go on and on, right? Toys everywhere, cluttering the floor, Lego pieces that you might step on, all those fun things. We all definitely want to teach our kids how to clean up after themselves, right? How do we go from swimming in piles of stuff to clean and tidy? Here are three easy steps to do with your kids to teach them how to clean up with your kids for the ladies in the back with your kids don't do this on your own you need them to help because we want to teach them how to clean up and take care of their own mess so that eventually they would be tidy fun individuals who clean up and are responsible after themselves and you're not doing all the hard work (laughs) So number one, make it easy and fun. We talked about this in one of the earlier episodes, so I won't go into it super detailed, but all the toys and clothes and everything that's in your kid's room needs a home. They can be stored in containers, in their desk, maybe in their closet, in a bin, in a toy bin, but everything needs a home and your child should know where everything goes. They should know all the animals go in this bucket or they should know that all the Tinker Toys go here or all the Legos go here. They should know where all these things go. One thing we found helpful when it was time to clean up, we'd play music, I could play it off the TV, I'd play Pandora, or maybe we just play it off my phone, something fun. Sometimes we do competitive games. If I was helping them clean up their room, I would say, 
This worked more when they were little, but still kind of now. All right, let's see how fast we can clean this up. All right, let's see if we can do this faster than your brother can do it. And we'd do it that way. The other thing that works really well is sometimes they would be up for helping each other. So they would be up for, okay, let's all get this done really quick. And we would work together, especially if there was one kid who had procrastinated or they had more to clean up maybe than the others. We would go over and everybody would help out. One other thing, when our kids were really little, we really wanted to teach them to clean up. And sometimes as little kids do, they would just refuse. Like, I don't want to clean it up. I don't care. Scream on the floor, whatever. We just would say, that's so sad. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to clean up, don't worry. I will just clean up for you. And it looks like you might have too many toys. So I'll just take the ones that are on the floor. We take all the toys that we found or that we clean up and we put them in a clear bin, maybe a big laundry bin or something clear that you could see the toys. And then we would put the toys up in that clear bin up really high. We had a piece of furniture that we could put it up on top of and the kids couldn't get it. And so we'd put the toy bin up on the top clear and you could see all the toys and we'd say that's fine I'll just take these for now suddenly they'd realize half their toys were gone and they couldn't get them back so then they would be sad or sometimes they would think oh, whatever but every time we passed the toys we'd put them in the hallway in this bin that was up above every time we'd pass them we'd say oh that's so sad you can't play with those toys. Oh, I wish you could play with those, but last time you were having a hard time picking up your room. Maybe if you pick up your room a little quicker or can show us that you can pick up your room, you could have those back. But for right now, it looks like they're in a timeout. That's so sad that you can't play with them. And hopefully they would cry and whine about it. And then you would be able to just encompass that to, oh, I'm so sorry. If you had made a better choice, you would have been able to have those back. And that worked out lovely. I have to say, it was really easy after that to get them to pick up their toys once those toys came back. It only took two or three times maybe for each kid to have a bin up there of toys that they didn't wish to pick up. And the bin stayed there for mm, two, maybe four months and or weeks, depending on the kid and how much they really love those toys. But when we felt that the lesson had been learned, then we'd bring the toys back down and they could play with them again. Just a little side if you're teaching littles. All right, number one, make it fun and easy. Number two, offer a reward. Figure out what your child's currency is. What would they do for a yummy treat? Or iPad time, or maybe a fun adventure, or some video game time, a trip to their favorite store. What is their currency? What is it that they love that they would drop everything and go do? So in this sense, it did help to have our kids help each other. And they're far more apt to uh, help each other when there's a reward. 
when they were really little, it would be like a snack or a yummy treat or maybe some cartoon time. And so we'd say, okay, if we clean up really quick, we'll have time to watch cartoons. And everybody would help. It was great. But that was their currency at that time. A yummy snack or maybe some TV. Now that they're a little bit older, the stakes are a little higher. They would like iPad time or video game time or maybe to go somewhere fun or go get frozen yogurt. But you know what? We really don't have to bribe them that much and we rarely have to ask them to clean up their rooms because they're already trained to keeping their rooms pretty tidy. So they tend to just clean them up automatically. They know that they need to keep their room pretty clean. They need to make their bed in the morning and get dressed and head on downstairs. So they keep things pretty tidy. Every once in a while, though, we do need to remind them like, okay, go clean your room and then you can play video games with everybody. It does work. But definitely number two, offer a reward and know your child's currency. So now what? You've helped your kids establish a tidy routine to keep their rooms clean. They know now how to clean up their rooms and where everything goes so that they can keep it clean. You know what to do to properly motivate them and help them keep their room clean on a daily basis. Also, remembering that food and drink and living items are definitely not good for being in the bedroom. Things that can easily create mold. The things that you would find in the corner or underneath the bed. The less you can have of that, the less you will know what that smell is when you walk in that room. And you'll be confident that there's nothing growing or moldy. The daily task of keeping their rooms clean is done. So give yourself a really big high five because that is a big task. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about... 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. However, every quarter, it's really a good idea to do some spring cleaning. And this is when you and your kid, so you and your child, go through their bins, a toy bin, a bookshelf, a closet, their desk, all the things. Now, just remember that you don't need to tackle everything in one go. You can spend a week maybe with one kid in their room doing small tasks. Maybe one day you go through all the books that they have in their room and see have they outgrown any of these books? Are they done with some of them? Can we give them to somebody else? What kind of books are they reading right now? Maybe they get a lot of books from the library. I know we get a ton of books from the library because our kids are big readers. We definitely don't have enough money to buy or space to keep hundreds and hundreds of books. So for us, a lot of the books that we have are either older books that probably we need to go through. 
their books of a certain series that we liked, maybe that we wanted to own, or they could be books that were given to us or random books that we found, those things. But every once in a while, it's good to go through them and see where your kid's reading level is and do they still read these books or could somebody else use them? So that's what we're talking about as far as going through things every quarter. Remembering that you don't need to tackle everything at one time. It's just to remind yourself each quarter of the things that you are dumping away in a drawer or a bin or somewhere in the kid's room to go through those periodically and be reminded if there's toys in there that they don't play with. Maybe some toys are broken. Sometimes we have pieces of other toys and so... We need to go through them every once in a while to see what are these things and can we get them away or are they broken? Can we throw them away? Those things are really important to do every once in a while, but it's really fun. Actually, if you do it with your kids, you can get a good sense of what they like, what they don't like. You can have a chance to talk with them, hang out a bit. And just figure out what they're interested in, what they're working on, and how things are working in their room. I usually go through the kids' desks with them often, and each kid is different. They have their desk set up the way they want. They have things organized the way they want. So sometimes we talk through it, or I start looking at a bunch of papers and just stuff that they have, and ask them, do you still need this? Do you want this? Let's throw this away. Or why do you have all these random balls in this box? They say, well, I don't know where to keep them. So then we usually find another box or a container. We say, oh, let's put them in this container. So just helping them be mindful of organizing and what can go where and if I still use it. And also it's really fun to see what they like to have on their desk, what they like to have immediately to play with or to connect with. They all have their desk organized just the way they like it and it's all different. My youngest one has bins of, or boxes, I don't know, containers that he's found, saved, I don't know, smuggled. And they're all underneath his desk, kind of like if you were go on an airplane and there's storage underneath. So they're underneath. So he has to crawl underneath his desk to go get whatever he wants in these boxes. But that's where he likes to store stuff, even though he has bins next to his desk that clearly he could open a bin and put things in. He likes to keep them in a box underneath. So all kinds of different things. My daughter, her desk doesn't have shelves up above because she has windows all around her desk. And so if she had any shelves above, it would block the windows. So her storage is next to her or underneath her desk, but she does a great job of deciding what she wants. She has more counter space because we've elongated her desk by buying some other pieces of furniture so that her desk looks like it's really big or she has more surface areas she can work on so hers tends to be very spread out she loves working right there at her desk my middle son loves to have everything super organized and he is a keeper he loves to keep stuff so when we went to Hawaii probably three or four years ago we went to the Alani and he got a wristband every day when we went swimming and he kept all of them so I think he has seven wristbands and he taped each one of them a different color to his desk in a 
very specific pattern. So it's very interesting to see how your kids organize stuff, what they like to do, if they have certain things that they like to play with all the time to help them make it accessible, to put it somewhere where they can easily get that thing. And it's just a fun time to go through and see what they've created, what things are there, what things maybe they're done with and need to be tossed out. But it's really fun. I definitely have more fun than my kids. And so I get really excited about it. And I have lots of energy to keep cleaning and keep going through things. But as kids are, and most people do not have a long runway to organize stuff and go through things. So I have to remember that my time frame is short. And I need to do it when they have the most energy so that they can have the best attitudes, when they've already been fed so they're not hangry, and also to offer a really fun reward once we finish doing some good deep cleaning. So maybe if you're really good about helping me clean your room, then you and your brother and sister can play video games later. All those fun things. So... There you have it. Three easy steps to teaching your kids how to clean up their room, helping them remember what they need to do, remembering to tidy up their rooms on a regular basis, and then how to do a deep clean every quarter to go through stuff, get rid of things, and just see how your kids' rooms and their stuff is working for them, and if you need to make any changes. Oh, definitely. This is one of my favorite things is to organize things and get things together. If you need more helpful tips or a hand to guide you, let's definitely connect. I can set up a specific organizational structure for you or maybe a plan, something that fits with a problem that you have or something it's causing you stress and you are just done with it. I would love to connect and do maybe some one-on-one coaching and help you dig out of that hole that you might be in. Come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and let's connect there. I would love to see you over in that community. Now, as always, go and have a very vibrant, busy day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, Please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!